1: Learn more at marines.com. Well, oh, you know, for me, the action is the juice.
0: God Vikings! Uh, Nobody misses the extra point. It's only how to do one little kick, and now I'm ruined? No bitch to me. <laughs> Bet with
1: your head. No
0: over it. What's happening, guys? Welcome to The Juice, the serious gambling podcast for the not-so-serious gambler. Coming off of a big week, especially in props, we're going to jump into that here in just a second, but uh, going into week 13, we are officially two-thirds of the way done with the regular season. It, It feels like it just got here, but it's also, this is what's great about dabbling with a little bit of betting is that if you're out of it with your fantasy teams, you're out of it with your dynasty teams, it's tough. It's tough to get motivated to tune into a game. So having five bucks, having 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever your unit is and whatever keeps you, um, financially stable, um, it makes the game so much more fun. Uh, a little bit of uh, extra, extra juice. That's where the name of the show comes from. If you listen to the intro, there's a little sound drop from the movie Heat, and, and the character says, for me, the action is the juice. It's just that little bit of action, and that's why I do this podcast, but I also do another podcast. My other podcast is called The Dynasty War Zone. We talk Dynasty fantasy football. We do that on Thursdays here on the Player Profiler YouTube channel, as well as the Player Profiler podcast channel. We also have our own shows. We also have our own network. So if you're listening on YouTube, awesome. Subscribe to the Dynasty Warzone channel. We also have our own podcast channel. So if you're listening to this via audio podcast, check out the Dynasty Warzone. Helps the show, helps player profiler, helps everybody. And check out our sponsors. When you check out our sponsors, whether it's a gambling sponsor, a prop sponsor, just any sponsor that sponsors what we do here at Player Profiler and, by extension, Dynasty Warzone, is when you support those sponsors, you're supporting this. Uh, I always play the sound drop at the end of the show with Matt, a.k.a. the Podfather, and he talks about, you know, this is how he keeps this enterprise free for you guys, the consumer. So I've been really proud of my first season here with the Player Profiler crew. But now that I've got all of the pleasantries out of the way, We are going to get a quick word from one of our sponsors, and then we'll uh, jump into Survivor.
1: Oh, I see it every day online, every single day. Hey, that looks like a great fantasy team in an eight-team league. Oh, wish I could be in a league with you, right? Well, guess what? Now you can respond with, sure, let's play on Battle. That's the beauty of this platform. This new Battle platform standardizes all position scoring. So you just load your team, and you challenge your friend, your colleague, Twitter troll. And you can browse other teams and issue challenges. Betel is revolutionizing fantasy football. And with code UNDERWORLD, you get a $100 instant deposit match plus a free $10. So even if you deposit 20 you get 50 Think about that. So go to Betel.com. The code is UNDERWORLD. Betel.com. The code is UNDERWORLD. Or click a link in the description. It's fun to be right. Think you know the Brooks Ghost?
0: Do love me some battle, and I love that they sponsor the podcast as well as what we're doing here at Player Profiler. Uh, for those of you listening to the audio podcast, you did not catch my gaff. If you're watching live on YouTube, you did. Uh, maybe Emerson, my producer, maybe Emerson can doctor that out of the footage. I don't know. I do the audio. I'll doctor out the audio. You'll never know what you never know. But thank you for supporting the sponsors here on the show because I just say and do whatever it is that I that I say and do. Um, our patron for our Dynasty Warzone group chat that they're going crazy because on the Dynasty Warzone podcast this week I, I use the expression or you know what whatever you want to consider this um, I said jack me off with a breast pump and I don't think they were prepared for that. But your buddy Memphis here will just say what he wants to say so there you go all the pleasantries out of the way let's talk survivor and it was a crusher last week now remember i have been using circus survivor the largest survivor nfl contest in the world i had been using that as my barometer my my north star if you will well last week laid waste to the the contest they are down to 80 they they literally lost uh about 400 of the final entrants last week and the prize pool as you know is 9 million dollars just over 9 million dollars winner take all winner take all they're down to 80 80 teams the lions did people bad last week the the patriots did people bad like could you imagine you got all the way to week 12 you, you had the Patriots, and they got beat. They shanked a field goal. Brutal, just brutal. So the Vikings also losing at home to the Bears. They also did people bad. Uh, but the Lions and the, the Patriots were the two big culprits last week that that killed survivor pools. So they're down to 80 players. They all spent $1,000 apiece, as did another 9,200 people one of those 80 players is going to win 9 million bucks, but of the 80 entries that are left, each one is worth $115,836. Now, now think about that. I just mentioned at the top of the show that the, the two-thirds of the week of the way through the regular season. So we're not even two-thirds of the way through. They went from 9,267 down to 80. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's why I love Survivor. I love Survivor sweat, and uh, that's why I bring it up. Now, last week, you know that for me, the Thursday Thursday game that I was saving was the Dallas Cowboys. I had been saving Dallas for that reason all year. Now, I'll be honest. I was a little concerned that Washington was going to beat them. They did a couple of years ago, but all in all, everything shook out the way that it was supposed to. I had saved the Cowboys for that reason, and then my my main pick for the second part, the the Sunday games, was the Chiefs. I had been saving the Chiefs and the Cowboys for Week Twelve all year. I did mention in the uh, in the, the the testicular fortitude that it was going to be the the, the Pats. Um, you know, they they did not get there. I mentioned the Titans against Carolina. They got there, and then the the Rams at the Cardinals. Would have been another one. Um, this week, you know, it's 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 Miami if you got them. Um, you know, I, I think there's there's potential with Tampa Bay playing Carolina, Atlanta with the Jets. I, I just really don't see one that I absolutely love. I think if you still have the Rams, you know, they're they're hosting Cleveland. Uh, those are the ones that that you have to look at. The the one that I would be going for this week is I would probably be going Atlanta at the Jets. I know the Jets defense is good, good on in, on paper, good in air quotes, but those would be some of the ones that I would be looking at if I just had to pick up straight up winner against the spread. Don't want to spend too much time on Survivor because most of us, like my ticket, my entry into my Survivor pool on DraftKings is dead. Uh, the Jets got me. The Jets got me when they played the Eagles back in, I think, week like seven or eight. So, uh, we'll move on from Survivor. I, I love keeping track of it because it's kind of like keeping track of the World Series of Poker. If you love poker or, you know, that sort of a thing, you know, you may keep an eye on other tournaments, but you kind of always have an idea of what's going on with the World Series. So that's why I track Survivor. Now, my pick and pull I had a had a winning week last week. It had been a struggle um, Went three and two last week, I three and two against the spread. We're 26, 30, and 4 on the season. Um, all in all, not not too bad. Uh, had Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was an ugly win. They were laying one, uh, but they got the job done. They 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 managed to take down Jake Browning and the Bengals. And I, I was happy they did because I had I had my concerns. Uh, I had the Colts minus two and a half to Tampa Bay. Uh this game. Really wasn't as close as it wound up being the Colts one by seven, but I got the W there and the Pats. The Pats were one of the ones that were one of my two losses. I had the Patriots minus three and a half. And even though they missed the field goal, I know mathematically I had a shot. I had a shot that, you know, they could have tied the game and then got the touchdown and, and, you know, one by six. But it was bad all the way around. Same with the Browns. The Browns just got rolled. What has gotten into Denver? I've been riding Denver a lot lately. Uh, The Broncos have actually been pretty good for me from both a gambling, like a game standpoint and prop standpoint. And then finally the Rams, same thing. The Rams, I'm telling you, if it's Sean McVay playing the Cardinals or the Seahawks, just take the Rams. Just take the Rams. It's just don't question it. Just go with it. But if the Rams are playing the 49ers, fade the Rams. Just, just, I don't know why it's worked that way, but for the last three or four seasons, it has just worked that way. So for this season, I am three and two, and I'm sorry, that was for the week, for the season, 26 and 30 and four, um, but cruising back toward 500. Uh, I'll jump into this week's games because as we get deeper in the season, I do five picks. Like I would never personally bet five games in... I shouldn't say that. I wouldn't bet five sides or totals in a given weekend. You know, like my my number one play. I'll tell you guys which one that is. Um, I'll, I'll kind of like stack rank these a little bit because for the contest that I'm in, I have to do, I have to do five. It's just that's how it works. It it mirrors the circa millions contest. It 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 mimics the the Westgate contest uh, out in Vegas. So that's why I do it. But I will uh, start with my picks. First one, I'm going to take Denver plus three on the road in Houston. Just think Houston's a little overrated. And I don't want to say C.J. Stroud looked a little bit more like a rookie last week, but he did. And I mentioned this on the Dynasty Warzone podcast, and I mentioned it on Twitter. Uh, Sean Payton is worth a first-round pick. You know, guys like Frank Reich. Dennis Allen in New Orleans, Todd Bowles in Tampa Bay, Robert Sala, I mean, Josh McDaniels. I mean, this is the reason why a coach like Sean Payton is worth a first. You see the offense is, it's not setting the world on fire, but he is getting the most out of Russell Wilson. And this is very similar to the spot where I had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going into Houston, getting uh, two and a half. And same thing, um, nothing against Houston. I just, there's a little too much Houston love for me in the market. I love this number. I wouldn't have taken the Broncos at two and a half, but I will take them at three. So for me, the Broncos, uh, plus three, um, the, the Steelers, I I just can't help myself. Um, you know, the, the, the Steelers are playing the Cardinals, Weather's not going to be great in Pittsburgh. You've got a domed desert team going all the way to the East Coast. It's a 1 p.m. game. It's it's going to be like less than optimal weather. And I just don't know who the Steelers have to worry about from this Cardinals offense outside of Kyler Murray. Uh, Michael Wilson looks like he may not play again. Trey McBride, their best patch catcher, the tight end, who's broken out in the last four or five weeks. Uh, he's got a groin injury. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he'll play. Um, I could see James Conner doing good. This would be a James Conner, like, revenge spot. He went to Pitt, played for Pittsburgh. Uh, I could see maybe his looking at some of his props, but I'm going to take the Steelers at home. Better team, better defense. And I like what I saw the offense. And you can move the ball on Arizona. I think you see a ton of Najee Harris and Jalen Warren this week. Um, Of course, you'd always like to get a lower number, but I'm going to take the number there is. Um, I say this every week. I cannot figure out this line, and when I cannot figure out this line, I fade it. Um, And it's the Colts minus one at Tennessee. I listen to a lot of pros. I listen to a lot of podcasts about gambling, and it seems like everyone's on Tennessee, and I don't know why. Their offense is terrible. Now, for some, some reason at the last minute, Mike Vrabel does a switcheroo, and he benches Will Levis for Ryan Tannehill. I I guess that would make it a little bit more concerning for me, but I just don't love what I've seen out of of the Tennessee offense. Normally it flows through Derrick Henry, but Derrick Henry's not looked like Derrick Henry. He finally is starting to look like a 29-year-old running back who's approaching 30, who's ran a ton of carries and a ton of touches over the last three years. It looks like those miles are finally catching up with him. And I know there are concerns about no Jonathan Taylor for the Colts. I mean, think back early in the season. Uh, There were several games where Anthony Richardson started and then didn't finish the game. The game against the Baltimore Ravens, Zach Moss filled in admirably. I'm getting the better team. I basically need him to win outright, and I think the Colts will. So I'm going to go Colts minus one uh, next game. The Commanders. I'm going to take the Commandos at home. This is an ugly game, and this is a tough call to make. And I know we just saw the Commanders get whooped pretty good in Dallas, but I think you're going to get that bounce from the Commanders firing. Jack Del Rio, the defensive coordinator. Ron Rivera is going to call plays. And the weather. The weather in D.C., similar to Pittsburgh, there's a chance of rain. It's going to be 50, a little bit of wind. And I forget the exact stat because I'm I'm just repeating it from another podcast. But Tua is something like 07 and 1 against the spread in precipitation games since he's been with the Dolphins. Doesn't do well. And I'm not saying the Dolphins can't win this game, but the Commanders are a team that I would never want to give 10 points. We've seen them beat Denver. We've seen them come back on dinner, Denver, Denver. We saw them take Philadelphia to the limit twice. This is just a team that, and they've they've got a little bit of a rest advantage. They've got a one day. They played on Thanksgiving. The the, the Dolphins played on Black Friday. So a little bit, and they're at home and the weather. Uh, I think Miami still wins, but I'm learning from the Miami game against the Raiders where they were a nine and a half point favorite. They won by a touchdown at home where the offense thrives. I think this is a good spot for the commando, so I'm going to take them. And then my number one, my number one play of the week is the 49ers lane three against the Philadelphia Eagles. Just, just an absolute ton of reasons. I'm bummed that this contest line is two and a half, I'm, excuse me, is three. Earlier in the week, it was two and a half, but the whatever the line is at close of business on Wednesday is the lines that we're locked into. So I, I had to take the Niners minus three, but first of all, the Niners are on a mission. It's the it's the same thing you saw with the Eagles against the Chiefs. The Eagles got beat by the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. That was their revenge game. That's just one of the reasons why I like the 49ers. This is their revenge game. They feel like they didn't get a fair shake. They lost their quarterback and then they lost their backup quarterback. And th- th- they 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 want revenge. And then also for me, it's a horrible, absolutely horrible sandwich spot for the uh, Eagles. Coming off back-to-back tough games, they had the last-minute heroics on Monday Night Football against the Chiefs, and then last week in overtime. That defense was on the field for 90 plays, and Jalen Hurts has been banged up. Now he's been playing through it, and he's been playing – at a vi- very high level in spite of being banged up but i've got the more rested team the niners played on thanksgiving so they have the 10 days rest versus the the 7 days rest for the eagles i've got the revenge factor i've got the the sandwich spot and not only are they coming they being the eagles coming off of two tough games But their very next game is the Dallas Cowboys, who will also be coming off of extended rest. It's a horrible spot for the Eagles. They can quote-unquote afford to lose this game because next week's game against the Cowboys, who are white-hot right now, is super important. And again, uh, I don't think that NFL teams think like that. But I think if if this game gets out of hand and the Niners get up 10 or, or 14 points, I don't know that you see that same level of effort from the Eagles and from uh, their their players if they get down 14 on the road in in 49er land in San Francisco. So that's my, my number one play of the week. Niners minus three at home against the Eagles. My number two play is the Commanders plus 10 at home against the Dolphins. My number three play is the Colts minus one on the road at Tennessee. Uh, my number four play is the Steelers at home, laying five and a half to the Cardinals, and then my one weight, the one that, you know, I got to fill out my card. I got to have five, and uh, my fifth play this week is the Broncos getting three at Houston, and, and this is also one of those issues where when you have six teams on by, there's only 13 games, and I have to pick five of them, so, you know, what 42.5% of the games I've got to pick, and it's just... If you're betting all of these, it's not a winning strategy, but if you're a contest player like me, you got to do what you got to do to win. And speaking of winning, that's something that I've been doing a little bit of over on my player props. I had another winning week. I went four and one last week. And if you're looking for a spot to get your prop action and you live in an area where it's uh, good to go, you may check out our friends at Underdog.
1: It has been two years since Josh Larkey paved the way for fantasy gamers to start expecting positive returns from pick'em games, specifically underdog pick'ems. And how do you do it? Well, you look at a slate and you find a great shootout or a sneaky shootout. You also look for a shit show game. Three, four, five, six guys in one game. That's right. You can do it. You can do it. And you can 100x your payout on underdog. Think about week one. Jets-Bills was a shit show. Did we see the Aaron Rodgers injury coming? No, but we knew the Jets have a good defense. We knew the Bills have a good defense. Why not expect the worst? And the worst is what we got. So if you had gone Dalvin Cook less than, Garrett Wilson less than, Aaron Rodgers less than, Josh Allen less than, Gabriel Davis less than, boom, 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 boom. You can go six for six. Same thing in week two. Oh, week two. Oh, sneaky shootout there in Philadelphia. Minnesota's going to be in comeback mode. So we'll go cousins Jefferson, Hawkinson, more than Madison, less than, but also Swift, more than. Boom, 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 boom. That's how you do it with the Underdog Pickems, and you use promo code Underworld to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. You put in a hundred, Underdog matches that deposit up to a hundred bucks with promo code Underworld. Go start picking.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and with the underdog, I think you got to do a minimum of two, maybe it's three. I'm, I'm not an underdog guy because I'm not a parlay guy, but if you're looking for safe and you're looking for additional outs, there you go. I mean, underdog's been around. You, you've never heard a horror story about getting paid out your money. Um, I get all my props and lines. When I can, when the number is fair or good, I get it from BetMGM Grand. Um, when, when I share my screen here in just a minute, if you're watching, on YouTube, all of the numbers that I've used tonight are from the Bet MGM Grand app. They've also got a promo code that gets you a deposit match of some sort over there when you use the promo code Underworld. Um, that's not on my ad read copy. I'm just throwing that one in for free because that's where I get this information. And let's recap last week. Like I said, went four and one. That was on my official plays. Went two and three on my leans. So six and four on the week. Um, on the season, on official plays, I'm 23 and 19, four games above 500, and I'm I'm really starting to hit my uh, my stride on these these pickems. I'm 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 not only am I finding good spots, but I'm I'm finding good numbers because when I get into this week's plays and leans, uh, I actually went through 22 total possible props to present to you guys. Now, obviously, I whittled that down to 10. That's what I've been giving. Uh, But I found 22 that had merit and I had others with, with my research that, that I could have even potentially done more because the full sled of baits, the full slate of bets wasn't out yet, but really like what I'm seeing right now in the prop market. Uh, Let's recap last week this, and then we'll jump into this week. Uh, Last week, 1 PM. I had Jonathan Taylor as one of my official plays. I had Jonathan Taylor under 80 and a half. That was a miss. I felt good about that. He had like 30 yards at halftime, and come on strong. So I guess him going ham in the second half got me the win in my pick him contest. But on this bet, it was a, it was a miss. I also had Evan Ingram over 45 and a half receiving yards. That was my other bet for the 1 p.m. window. That was a hit in the 1 p.m. leans. Just like you know, hey, I like these, but they're not official bet category. I had Ramondre Stevenson over 58 and a half rushing yards. That was a hit. Really like that handicap. It's just like, and and I I got a Ramondre prop here for you a little bit too. Um, But yeah, very solid. Uh, I, I missed this one big. I had Chris Alave under 69 and a half yards. That was a miss as well. He had one catch in the first quarter that I think was 52 or 42 yards and I knew at that moment I was uh, was in trouble. But in the 1 p.m. window, I went one and one with official bets. I went one and one with leans. In the 4 p.m. slate, I had Jerome Ford over 48 and a half uh, rush yards. That was a hit. Uh, and then I had DeAndre Swift over two and a half receptions. That was a miss. I don't know how the game went that far over, had that much action. And DeAndre Swift, he had a nice rushing day but wasn't more involved in the passing game, but that was a miss. But again, Jerome Ford, my official play, that was a hit. 8 p.m., Sunday night football. Uh, My official play was Isaiah Likely over 28 and a half. That was a hit. Uh, That one felt pretty easy. I think that one was in by halftime or just after. Uh, The miss was Zay Flowers over 69 and a half receiving yards. Now, he had more than 69 and a half total yards, but I said receiving yards. So that was the other lean that was a miss. And then Monday night football had DJ Moore over 58 and a half. That one actually had me worried for a while. He blew up in the second half. Um, because I leaned to his reception prop. I had a two-way go on Monday night football. My official bet was DJ Moore. My lean was DJ Moore. Lean was over four and a half receptions. Both hit. Um, if they keep DJ Moore with Justin Fields at quarterback, if they keep him in that 59, 60 range, I will be on him each and every week because DJ Moore hyper targets that man. Uh, I heard it it said on Twitter, I guess I read it on Twitter, that they got a taste of that DJ Moore bubble screen to the house game early in the season and they keep going back to it. So if they keep him in this range of around 60 and three and a half to four and a half receptions, expect a lot of action on this podcast on DJ Moore. But uh, last week, official bets four and one, again, two and three on leans uh, on the season 23 and 19 uh, with props. Now, for those of you watching on YouTube, I am pulling up my, uh, my uh, pictures of my tickets that I have on the bets. Uh, I'm going to remove one thing real quick so that it's easier for you to see. There you go. Uh, first prop, this is an official bet. Now this is not a lean. This is an official, um, goes against my record. I'm going Desmond Ritter over 15 and a half rushing yards. If you dig into the nuts and bolts of the Jets defense, they are much better at stopping the pass than they are the run, especially with the quarterbacks. And I looked at Drake London. I was going to go Drake London under, but, they have Drake London like it's like 44. It's a really fair line. I looked at it, but it wasn't worth wasn't worth consideration this week. But I'm going to take Desmond Ritter over 15 and a half. He's eclipsed this number several times this year. And I think this is going to be a close game. Um, 15 and a half could be r- one run for a guy like him. So first official bet: Desmond Ritter over 15 and a half rushing yards. Second official bet. I'm going back to Pittsburgh. I, I mentioned that Arizona defense, terrible against the run, and the new offensive coordinator, his name escapes me. He really hyper-focused on the run. And in spite of everything, in spite of all the the chatter, Najee still continues to outsnap Jalen Warren. It's not a big gap. It's not like you know, 65-35. It's like 54-46 to right there in that range. But he's he's getting the snaps and they're gonna continue to feed him, especially when they're up. And I I, I like this number quite a bit because it, it goes along with how I see the game flowing out. So second official bet, Najee Harris over 54 and a half. Uh one of my leans, uh, I mentioned the Jets and their and their rush defense. Um, this guy's been on fire, and I can't believe Bijan Robinson's number is 59 and a half. And I know everybody's going to be like, "What's well, the Jets?" But Desmond Ritter and you know Kyle Pitts and Jonu Smith and Drake London, they do just enough to keep defenses honest. And they finally realized Arthur Smith has finally realized that Bijan's on his team, so he's been getting a lot more usage. So I'm going Bijan over 59 and a half as a lean. And then my other lean, I mentioned uh, Ramondre Stevenson. Um, I'm going to go over three and a half receptions. And this is just a Bailey Zappi play. You've got a backup quarterback, a bad quarterback, even though he's a backup, he's not very good. And you got a backup quarterback. And who's he going to target? He's going to target the running backs and the tight ends. I couldn't find a receptions prop on Hunter Henry. I wanted to look for a Hunter Henry prop because the Chargers are terrible, not only against giving up receptions to the running back, but also the tight end. But my other lean in this game is Ramondre uh, over three and a half receptions. We'll move on to 4 p.m. My 4 p.m. window, it is going to be Matthew Stafford under 232 and a half passing yards. This is as much about the Cleveland defense as it is about the Rams offense. Uh, The Rams offense, I'm not going to be fooled by last week's four passing touchdown game for Stafford, because in spite of doing that, he only threw for 230 yards. As a matter of fact, he's not eclipsed 233 yards, which is what this number would be since week four. Um, He has been like five straight games because he did miss a game in there with with an injury where they have not passed for more than 232 yards. Uh, Kyron Williams is back, and I think this is an ugly, low-scoring game. So I am going to go Matt Stafford under 232.5 passing yards. That's my official play. My lean in the 4 o'clock window is Jalen Hurts under 43.5 rushing yards. Uh, I know he had the monster game last week against Buffalo, but if you look at his game logs over the last six weeks – he's not been rushing that much and i he rushed last week in my opinion out of necessity buffalo was doing a good job of taking other things away and and he had to run more and you may say well what would stop san francisco from doing the same things and you're right but but go look at san francisco against rushing qbs versus other teams against rushing qbs they're one of the best They don't give up a ton of quarterback rushing yards. And I'm not to say that Jalen Hurts may not get you 25. He may not get you 30. He could get a couple of brotherly shoves, maybe even for a touchdown. I don't know, but I'm looking at the gross total yardage and I don't see 43 and a half. So that's my four o'clock lean. My eight o'clock, my Sunday night football lean is Jordan Love over 15 and a half rushing yards. Similar to the, the 49ers. I go in, I look at... Which defenses have given up the most in in every category? And the Chiefs come up, and, and Jordan Love's been you know getting after it on the ground. Uh, the offensive line has been playing really well per PFF. Uh, the the receivers are, are looking good. You know Christian Watson's as healthy as Christian Watson's been. like Romeo Dobbs and I just think there's going to be a couple of times where the play breaks down, but the offensive line holds up, and I think he's going to scramble. I also looked at rush attempts on this right here, and I, I couldn't pull the trigger because for me to get to that number, I think it was four and a half. In my mind, I was like, they would have to win the game, and then he would be kneeling it out. That's how I see him getting there. But I'll take it. I think I think he'll get like two runs, like two 10-yard runs, and that's uh that's where I'm gonna go. Uh my lean in the Sunday night football game is Marquez Valdez Scantling. Longest reception over 10 and a half yards. First of all, uh, I believe this man wants to make atonement for his uh, sins uh, going back to that Philadelphia game. And more importantly, this is his old team. And we've seen other coaches, and Andy Reid's done this throughout his career, where when a guy has a homecoming, they try to get him involved. And outside of Rashi Rice, I mean, is, is it okay to get Mar- Marquez, you know, one for like 30? I, I think that's very feasible. His reception prop in this game was over or under one and a half. I almost put that on there, but I, I'm just banking on like 130 yard or maybe even a touchdown just because it's a, it's a battle against his his former team. So uh, that's my lean. Uh, we'll move to Monday Night Football. My official play for Monday Night Football, Trevor Lawrence over 10 and a half rushing yards. He's been over 10 in every game, but one this year. So basically at every game he's played, he would have went over this number. Cincinnati is in the top five of quarterback rushing yards allowed this year. And Trevor Lawrence is is not afraid to tuck it and run. He's never going to be confused with Kyler Murray or Jalen Hurts or peak Lamar Jackson, but he can move. And this is a really low number. It's lower than, than Jake Brownings. And for a guy who's, got 10 or more yards in 11 of 10 uh, excuse me of 10 and of 11 games. Feels like a low number and uh, I'm I'm going to take it. My one concern with this prop, my one concern is when Cincinnati loses this game, he could be kneeling them down. That does give me pause that just popped in my head, but it's on the show sheet so we're going to go with it. And then my final lean of the day, Evan Ingram over 42 and a half receiving yards. It's its right around his average, and Cincinnati is very bad against the tight end. Uh, this is a usage spot. This is a home game for the Jaguars. I think the Jaguars are going to be fired up, want to show out for the home crowd. So I will recap these in case you want to do a mechanical parlay or however you want to use these, even if it's just for entertainment purposes like this entire podcast. I'll fire through them real quick. Uh, 1 p.m. game. Uh, excuse me, 1 p.m. official props. Desmond Ritter over 15 and a half rushing yards. Najee Harris over 54 and a half rushing yards. Those are my two official 1 p.m. plays. Uh, my 1 p.m. leans: Bijan Robinson over 59 and a half rush yards, and Ramondre Stevenson over three and a half receptions. This is a Uh, Good spot for Ramondre. Four o'clock, I'm going official play, Matthew Stafford under 232.5 passing yards. And then in the other four o'clock play, the lean, Jalen Hurts under 43.5 rush yards. Sunday Night Football, I'm going Jordan Love over 15.5 rushing yards. And my lean is Marquez valdez scantling over 10 and a half receiving yards as his longest reception. Monday night football, the Jacksonville Jaguars at home. I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence over 10 and a half rushing yards. And then final one, my lean for Monday night football, Evan Ingram over 42 and a half receiving yards. There you go, guys. Uh, that's a show. Please support our sponsors, support those that keep this stuff on the air you're going to hear it from the podfather, but I want you to hear it from me. When you go to battle, when you go to bet openly, when you go to underdog, when you go to bet MGM grand and you just go and you put that forward slash player profiler or roto underworld in there, or even if you sign up and don't deposit and use that code, all of those things help the brand. It helps create more shows. I talked to Theo. There's going to be more off season shows. There's going to be more content and Believe me when I say this, because I believe Matt, he wants all this content to be free. We love you guys. We appreciate all the support, all the watches, all the likes. Uh, If you're not in a spot to sign up for, or you just follow along for the fun of the show, thank you very much. Uh, The freest, I made that word up a couple of years ago, the freest way to help all of us, Player Profiler, Dynasty Warzone, any of your favorite content creators, slide over like a video leave a five star review on the podcast channel you know some comments go a long way but those are the things that you know if you want to pay us back without actually opening up your wallet give us 30 seconds of your time give us a rating give us a review uh, and if you do feel like spending some cash check out our sponsors use promo code underworld i'm going to get out of here i'm going to make this a podcast and until next week go out and win some money and uh bet with your head
1: think you we's a little juice no we sing the juice when we add up all those inches that's gonna make the fucking difference between winning and losing
0: we won a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow That's called a winning streak.